Hi, this is Daniela Wolf with Bestie Life, the podcast, and this is your community to support you through the little and not so little events that make up your day-to-day life. From the I've got this moments to the Ugh, I just can't moments, we are here to empower all women to find and develop the skills they need to find peace, balance, and the bliss in their busy through solo episodes as well as interviews with amazing women who share their journey and their story and how it works for you. I hope you find the inspirations to make you laugh, think, as well as maybe rethink what you thought you knew and connect as we realize that we are all living similar ups and downs and don't have to do it alone. So excited for you to hear this episode and thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, this is Daniela with Bestie Life, the podcast, and today I'm excited for you to meet Crystal Jakowski. She is a teacher, writer, she's a great listener based in Colorado, and she helps to teach people how to kind of own their shit, find their voice, and wants people who own who they are and feel free enough to let everybody else do the same, which I love. I think inclusion and equality for all is so important. So thank you so much, Crystal, for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I know that was kind of a super brief overview of everything you do. So if you could share a little bit more with my listeners about who you are and what you offer, that would be fantastic. (laughs) Well, I am, I am a almost not quite self-made woman. Obviously I came (laughs) from my parents and yet I think that I took all of their lessons that I learned in life. And at some point I decided that wasn't necessarily what I wanted to cling to anymore. And I needed to learn something new. So I dove into the theater and I have found self-worth and value, which helped me grow and shift in amazing, beautiful ways. And from there, I just life opened up and I learned so many things like crystals and Reiki and massage therapy and And I learning all of these new things taught me that we have the ability to shift our life and open and do something new and something better if we only seek it out and are open to the possibilities. And so from there, I learned, I applied it in my life. People were attracted and said, Hey, what do you have? And can I learn that too? And it just kind of grew from there. So now here I am and I get to teach people, Hey, let's tune in or hire into self-care and change some of your misconceptions there, or let's tune into your emotions and figure out how to better express them and how to better understand what you're going through so that you can move forward easier and less frustrated in life. And that's just kind of brought me to here where I get to connect with you and spread more joy. I love that because I think sometimes we do look outward for the the validation, the happiness, the success. And I think these examples of how by turning inward, those that self-discovery is so key and so important in figuring out who we are. And sometimes it's taking what we've grown up with as well as sometimes unlearning or shifting or just kind of reshaping those things so that they fit us best where we are now. Yeah, I agree. The fact of the matter is we learn those because that's what our parents learned and it was kind of passed down. And yet at some point we have to stop and ask ourselves, do I agree with that? Do I believe that? Or do I want to shift it a little bit more? What would work for me personally better instead of what everybody else has told me? And I think that 
comes into like tuning into your own voice instead of everyone else, which is amazing because your own voice is going to be loving and supportive and encouraging. And the voices that we so often hear from everyone else are not that they're not going to be that. Yeah. You totally can do this. You've got this. You are beautiful. You are smart. You are amazing or capable. I think those outer voices tend to keep us down in our own inner voice. Listening to that tuning in is just a huge boon to our own lives. And I think there's so many times that, I don't know if you want to say we are like tricked or fooled into that outer voice sounding like our inner voice. Like we think that's our voice when it's not. And I think unlearning that part, that mindset shift, everyone talks about letting go of limiting beliefs. That's the part of kind of being able to separate and discriminate your voice from those doubts because the doubts don't come from inside of you though they come from outside yeah yeah but we've adopted them because it feels comfortable because that's what we've learned for so long and yet when you stop and step back and really actually tune in you'll recognize oh no that's something I was told for a long Mm -hmm. time and when you start separating that like you said absolutely when you step outside of it and look at it in a different light you'll you'll start to be able to kind of divorce from that old way of thinking and hold wholeheartedly embrace a new way. Yeah, definitely. It's almost like you want to go back to when we were kids. We didn't judge ourselves. We thought we were the best dancers, the best artists. You know, we had that confidence and that pride in who we were just being ourselves. I wish we could capture that and bottle that. Yeah. I used to put on shows like outside. I would go mm-hmm. not door to door in the neighborhood <laughs> and say, Hey, I'm going to put on a play this afternoon. Why don't you come see it? And it's me and my sister. And we're just kind of flopping around on the lawn, really not doing much of anything, just kind of making it up as we go. And yet we thought it was the coolest thing. And look at Mm -hmm. us, we're on our pretend stage. And yeah, childhood and that wonder is so let's all go back there. Absolutely. Let's just Absolutely. do that. Yeah. We could learn so much from kids when it comes to some of that stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about mindfulness and meditation because I know you share some myths and realities when it comes to that topic that I think there's a lot of information out there. So I'm always looking for different takes on it. Okay. So um, I go against everything you've probably ever been taught. I do not believe that the only way or the one proper way to meditate is this. I believe that we have the ability to meditate in a minute, in 30 seconds, or in an hour. And it's all in what works for you. We are all unique human beings and we all have these different lives and different speeds of life and different abilities. I am not one to sit down and close my eyes and have my spine be perfect and just be at peace because my mind is going to race. And so personally, I do a lot of walking meditations. So I'll walk Mm -hmm. around a garden or I'll go on a hike or I'll walk a meditation labyrinth. But that movement Mm -hmm. helps me feel like I'm moving through something. I tell people that meditation is literally anything that helps you tune out the rest of the world Mm -hmm. and tune into yourself. And if you can only steal five seconds, then you get to steal five seconds. Even the busiest of moms has Mm -hmm. the ability to close the door in the bathroom and say, I'm going to do this for (laughs) me, shut off the light and enjoy the fact that you have some peace for just a couple of seconds. Or if you're in the line waiting to pick your kids up and you just get to enjoy the car, whether that's a podcast or literally just closing your eyes and enjoying for a minute. Meditation is anything that helps you find a little peace. So Mm -hmm. one person was found that running and tuning into his breath 
gave him the best meditation ever. It was just him and the pavement and another person. It was the sanding the wood or chopping vegetables. So what works for you? What helps clear your mind and allow yourself to acknowledge that that is actually meditation and you're doing it right because it's right for you. Mm -hmm. I definitely love the intentionality is what makes all the difference. You can take just about anything. This is going to sound silly, but one of my favorite things to do is I love popping air pop popcorn and I don't stand too close. So I don't burn my face, but I stand in front of it so that I'm getting that smell and the air. And I just kind of close my eyes and focus on the sound and the smell for a moment while it's popping. Nobody's going to bother me because I'm making food. So nobody mm-hmm. wants a part of that. And yeah. you know, it, that's how I steal sometimes that minute that I need just to center myself. Exactly. And then you have a little self-care afterwards because you get yeah. to enjoy the popcorn. It's, it's yeah. a beautiful, I love your example because it is a way to quote unquote, steal that moment. You're literally carving out this time where you yourself can feed your soul, feed your heart and find that moment of peace. And who doesn't love popcorn? I know. Who doesn't love the air popcorn? <laughs> it's like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Watching it just, I yeah, I like watching it explode. The, the energy that comes out of it saying, I'm here, deal yes. with this. Yeah. And I think the fact that it kind of can teach us that everything goes at its own pace, not every kernel pops at the exact same second. And so just because we're moving at a different pace in our life doesn't mean we're wrong. We're just not hot enough yet. We're just not there yet. (laughs) Oh, I love it. There are so many lessons that we (laughs) could dive into with air popcorn. Some of us really bloom late and some of us just don't want to bloom and that's okay. You do you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, and definitely, you know, meditation and mindfulness and being present as part of a self-care practice is obviously Mm -hmm. how you kind of own what works for you. I think finding those different things, this is my thing. What are some of your things? I would love to know, like, what is that moment for you? Or what are those things that you incorporate for yourself? Okay. For me, sometimes I just need quiet. I'm more of an introvert and I really just want that. Can everybody leave me alone and I can just find that peace. So it might be laying on the grass or like I said, walking the labyrinth, but in the same aspect, I love one-on-one because I love connecting with people on a deeper Mm -hmm. level, not the, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Just the, Hey, let's just really sit in this. And what are you dealing with in life and how can we support each other? So I love those connections. I love pottery. It's a self-care thing for me because I get to create and I get to let everything else go. Mm -hmm. And yet in that moment, it's just me and the clay it's so those are a few of them. There are a ton more. It really depends because I think that we all have these seasons and these cycles that we go through in life and in just a week, a day, a year. (laughs) And, and, uh, at different moments, a different thing is really going to appeal to us. So one minute, a self-care thing might be yoga, but another time it might be a good hike, or it might be just kind of sitting quietly enjoying the birds. So I really kind of just naturally go with what feels, but I always, it's back to that intention. You know, Mm -hmm. I tell people self-care is the conscious intentional act at meeting one of your needs. So reading a book on the couch may be your self-care as long as you've put that intention behind it so that you don't feel guilty afterwards saying, I should have been doing this, this, and this. It's like, no, no, no. 
I'm intentionally reading about which I actually did this last week. I'm not going to lie. No, I think that's fabulous because not only do we need the intention, but I love how so many things are connected to those sensory moments that can ground us and keep us present. And I think that's overlooked sometimes from a productive standpoint or from a beneficial, you know, restorative standpoint as well. Yeah. Hugely, hugely. You don't, depends on what your concept of productivity is, because if you're actually doing self-care, you're being productive Mm -hmm. just as much as if you were actually baking a cake or building a bench, you're still being productive. It's just, which way are you being productive? Is Mm -hmm. it an outward thing for the world or is it an inward thing for, I need to fill my cup a little bit. Right. And I think we take for granted that the outward expression might be that calm later when something happens so that we're not overreacting, you know, the energy and that we bring to situations is that outward expression that gets taken for granted, but not realizing that inward focus does benefit others outwardly later on. Absolutely. And some of us actually do find outward supporting someone else is self-care. Some people may love being in a soup kitchen or helping somebody in another way makes them feel better and fuels their fire, if you will. So I don't, I don't default that at all. And yet I do believe that that checking in, is this actually fulfilling me or is it draining me is hugely important. Like it's a paramount it's a, mm-hmm. it's a foundation that you need to stand on and recognize, is that where I need to be? Am I giving because I want to, and I have that gift or because it fills me, or am I giving because it's draining and I have to, I, I think that those keywords alone, like I get to versus I have to, those yeah. two words alone can make all the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So let's talk about burnout a little bit. Cause I know you help <laughs> with beating burnout as well. Right. And I know we share that, that similarity, but we all approach it differently. I'd love to know a little bit more about what you do with that. I, I, I believe that burnout happens because we've neglected our own selves. We've neglected every bit of who we are and what we need. And burnout can happen. I say we have four bodies. We have our spiritual, our mental, our physical, and our emotional bodies. And burnout can happen on any one of those levels. You can burn out spiritually. You can burn out mentally mentally, you can burn out physically, you can burn out emotionally. So burnout for me, I tell people check into where you're at, on what level are you burning out? Are you reaching total burnout where you just can't do anything mentally, physically, emotionally, Mm -hmm. or is it burnout on one of these other levels? Physically, you have pushed yourself to the point where you are bedridden now. Okay. Now you have to take steps to bring yourself back. So I tell people with burnout, check in what level are you burning out? And then what little steps can you do? Because the first step to avoiding it is recognizing that there's something out of alignment. There's something Mm -hmm. not quite wrong, right? Your emotions often tip you off to that. Hey, I really don't want to do this. Why don't you want to do this? Oh, because that's not helping me. It's not serving me. And it's actually draining me a lot. So burnout, what level are you burning out on? Where are you giving too much? And what do you need to start doing self-care to build that up? And self-care, what one piece of self-care, like listening to a podcast might actually be a mental and emotional self-care thing for you, because it might make you laugh and bring you joy and mentally tickle your brain and say, Hey, These are some things that I could be doing to look inward and improve my life. And then, so one person, one piece of self-care might actually feed different bodies and help you burn out, avoid burnout and bring more alignment into your life. Mm -hmm. What about um, looking at burnout from the perspective of what you're giving a little bit? Um, I'm very, very intimately 
connected with burnout because I've experienced it so many times. I'm sure a lot of us have giving outwards all the time, serving everyone else's needs, taking care of the people that are around you is what causes that burnout because you failed to see that you yourself needed to give yourself some more. You're a finite resource. So if you're taking care of everyone else, you're off balance already. You're already pouring out. What can you pour in? If you're always pouring out, you will burn out. It's like a car. You have to plug it in sometime or you have to fill it with gas, right? A battery is going to drain unless Mm -hmm. you put something back in. And when it's drained, it's burned out. It's done. You chuck it, but we can't do that with us. We have to keep moving forward. We have to figure out how to recharge. And that recharge is self-care. It's what can you do to fix that issue? Yeah. And I think people, sometimes they either get stuck in the, the chuck phase, whether it's like, I'm quitting my job. I'm moving like they're again, they're seeking that external source of recharge, as well as I think sometimes they see it as more to do versus by doing less, I think they're going to get more out of it. Would you agree? Yeah, you have to, we we have to destigmatize taking a break. The fact of the matter is it has been proven that if you take a break, you are more productive after taking a break than you were before, which means that if you hadn't taken a break, you would have continued going down this path of draining yourself. You take a break, you refuel and it's better. So you actually get more done. You actually give more to others because you took that break. So let's destigmatize it and say a nap is good. Yeah. So rewind and listen to that part again, please destigmatize taking a break, (laughs) talk about it, support each other with it. Cause I think that's how we're going to start kind of creating that movement in order to do that, you know, because if not, we have those voices in our head, the judgment, the guilt, you know, and that's the part that I think moving past can be so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and I, it's, I want everyone to know this is a process. It doesn't Mm -hmm. just automatic. It's not a flip, a switch that you flip. It's not going to change immediately. You will continue to struggle with it, but it will get easier every time that you do it. You say, no, I'm going to give myself a little bit this time. And it may be really hard the first time, but the next time it'll be a little bit easier easier. And the next time it'll be, it'll be a little easier. It'll get better as you continue saying, no, I'm worth it. I need this. Mm-hmm. You're a finite resource. Reboot, regenerate, take that break. Absolutely. And the smart, start smaller, <laughs> smaller <laughs> you start, the better. Cause I think people can t- sometimes overwhelm themselves by trying to take on too big a practice and probably simpler is best. I full heartedly agree. I tell everybody little steps a tiny little step. So you might go air pop some popcorn or somebody (laughs) else may say, I'm just going to go outside and take two deep breaths because right now I want to scream. And those two deep breaths eventually end up being a minute or Mm -hmm. five minutes. You know, it's exercise. You start small today. I'm going to do one sit up and one push up, and then I'm going to move on. Or I'm going to do two seconds of plank and it builds on each other. Tiny steps make huge change. Right, right. No, I love all of that. And definitely another part of self-care that I always bring up and talk about is gratitude because I think Mm. just like resting gets underappreciated because there's no visible output gratitude I think also gets undervalued in self-care as far as how powerful it can be and so I always ask my guests about some of the things that you're grateful for that help re-energize you Mm. right now right now I am immensely grateful for my physical abilities my ability to move my ability to function my ability to enjoy this world in the body that I have there have been some people 
people around me who have recently experienced an inability to function. And it just brings that forward and reminds us that this is our one body. Let's take care of it. And I'm just very grateful for my abilities there. In gratitude, I'm very, I'm grateful for my friends and the connections that I have around me for Mm -hmm. the unbelievable gift that they bring to me. I know that I always have support. If I'm going through something, if I need to call on somebody because I do need a little bit of help and I need a break for self-care, I know that I have those people around me and that is such a gift that I'm grateful for. And then I'm grateful for um, my current surroundings, my home, and I have a garden here that I absolutely love to go spend time in. And so to be able to go out there and listen to the wind in the trees or the birds and take that moment to be connected and present in whatever's going on. So grateful for that gift as well. It, those are my three that come to the top of my mind. If I could, come up, if I could give more, it'd probably be like all afternoon. So no, I love that because I think sometimes knowing what we're grateful for again is what helps to recenter and recharge us in those moments where maybe we can't, you know, physically go do something else. We're sitting in a meeting. We need to be able to find a way to, to recharge in that moment when maybe there's nothing else we can do. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. So how can people work with you, Crystal? How can they find you? I am at it at uh, Crystal Joukowsky on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And uh, we also have an online course called intro to you that dives deeper into the four bodies. And we're giving every one of your listeners a 10% off with the code best D life. Um, if they want to dive in and just, you know, do that introspection and find a little bit more and a whole lot more answers and a whole lot more peace. So, um, yeah, that's on crystaljakowski.com. Awesome. Definitely check that out. The links will be in the show notes below. Thank you so much again, Crystal, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me have a wonderful day. Thanks so much again for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know any questions or comments that you have. Also, if you can please leave an Apple five-star review so that this episode can be shared with more women. There's two quotes that I love. Alone we may be strong, but together we are stronger. As well as when women support each other, incredible things happen. So let's be stronger and incredible together, as well as maybe just have some fun along the way. Thanks so much and talk to you soon. Bye.